Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, welcome back to part two of this kind of episode series. I suppose we did. We had started, we were going to do both of these episodes into one episode, like what sex is and what sex is not. But as we got going, we're like, hmm, okay, this is taking too long. <laughs> we need to now put this into two episodes. <laughs> There's the the basics of it. That's just, we'll get real with you. That's what it ended up being, which is, I think, okay, because we got to actually put more detail and thought into now each chunk. And I think it's better for like you guys listening because now it's like, I don't know, I think it just pieces better. And if an episode gets too long, I find it's it's tricky to just keep listening for like hours on end. So anyways, yeah. welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. I'm here with Rusty, and we're going to chat today on what sex is not. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, we talked about what sex is. And so to do like a brief overview, we just talked about how sex is, you know, like a covenant reflective of Christ and his bride. We talked about how sex is, can be a meaning like of comfort, healing, connection, pleasure, it's fun, it's a learned skill, and it is a gift. Amen. Today we're going to go through some just overview. I feel like this is stuff like we all kind of know, but just to really break it down and go into more depth, what sex is not. So, Rusty, when if someone was like, okay, like Rusty, you told us like some things of what sex is. What's something that sex is not? What would be like the first thing that would come to mind for you? Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind whenever I think of what we want to make sure we steer clear of is that it's not a bargaining tool. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes in media, we see it portrayed as a husband being like, hey, babe, um, if we can do this and this and this tonight, then, you know, you can go on that shopping spree with your friends later and I'll take the kids. I won't complain at all. You know, it's like, it's like, right. like it's something to be tossed around and like, it's a form of payment or something like that. Like, oh my right. goodness, we need to steer clear of that. Like you don't use sex as a way to get your way. <laughs> um, it's cheapening it down to something yeah. that is very much not reflective of what God has created it for. And so yeah. I think that is the first thing that comes to my mind is that it's just, it's not a bargaining tool. It's not a, it's not something you withhold if you know your husband, if you're just mad at him and you want to punish him, that's not right. what it is. It's not a bargaining tool. It's not, I'll give this to you to get my way or I'll take it away if you're not giving me what I want. That is not what we want. We want to steer clear of using it in that way. Yeah. I like how you use the word cheapen. Like that cheapens it. I think that's a good good way to word it. Um, Because, yeah, I think it's true. And, yeah, it just – it kind of, like, brings another thing to my mind, which is, like, how it would be, like, a way of, like – asserting dominance or power right where you're like you know I gave you sex so now you have to do this for me right or if you want any sex which I mean kind of is what you said 
Yeah. But they do it. They can absolutely go hand in hand. Yeah. Or if you do this, then I'll do this, which is also maybe the same kind of thing, but like I'll clean the house if you give me a blowjob or I'll, you know, right. I don't know. But I mean, yeah. It's not, no. the whole point is like it's not a form of currency. <laughs> That you can exactly. use to trade yes. out what you want or yes. what to figure out like what I what else I can get from it. That is yeah. not what it is. Mm-mm. No. Another thing that sex is not, sex is not always easy. Oh, amen. <laughs> like I think going into marriage, I just instantly like you just naturally to me, I thought it would just be this simple thing. My body will know what to do. People have been having sex forever. Like, mm. I'll just, you know, I'll do the thing. You do the dance. And then, <laughs> bam, you did it. And you're, like, hot and sweaty. And you're, like, oh, that was fantastic. And you roll over and you have a good sleep. Right. And like- <laughs> how quickly did you learn that it was not, in fact, easy? <laughs> Night one? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, afterwards, when you're, like, trying to, like, waddle off to the bathroom i'm like how on earth in the movies do like they just good night like kiss on the cheek and you roll over and spoon it's like "Um, no what how like what is happening that is such an inaccurate portrayal of what it really is yes (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness which no which leads to another thing that it is not and i love our community has been so good about bringing this up lately and i'm so glad they do because you guys sex is not clean like it Mm. is a messy thing like you don't see that portrayed in the movies and so alana whatever you said when you're like waddling off it's like (laughs) it's like can you beat the drip (laughs) so if you're not using a condom for protection (laughs) and if if you are literally like trying to make it to the bathroom before you have (laughs) stuff fall out of you or get all over the bed or it's just running down your leg and you're like, Oh, gross. Like they don't put, they don't show that. But in reality, I mean, even if, if you do just roll over it, you're going to be rolling over and you're going to be creating a wet spot. (laughs) So it's just, yeah. Yeah. And even if you do use a condom, then you know, your husband's having to go clean up, get rid of that, make sure that that yeah. is taken care of. He has to clean up, rinse off, do whatever. Yeah. And so that is absolutely something that yeah. needs more light shined on it. And that is that sex is messy. And yeah. sometimes it's like the messier, the better, you know, you get, you can get <laughs> hot and sweaty, all that. That's all wonderful and fine, but still yet, you know, like you just, it's totally fine if you need to hop in the shower afterwards to get cleaned up, guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can we also talk about, like, I don't know if this is just me, but, like, the stretch to reach, like, the box of tissue afterwards. To, like, oh, try yeah. And, like, catch them. Like, Before. You just, like, <laughs> try and, like, reach for anything. It's like, oh, my goodness. This is just not working out. Yep. Also. I think... Go ahead. No, go for it. I was just I was just saying that's something that we have learned as the years have progressed is that um, as long as it's not like an impromptu, like if you're thinking, okay, we've got time, let's do this, then you bring something with you to catch the mess because nobody <laughs> wants to lay in the wet spot. Nobody wants to do that. No. So, so you come prepared 
or have something within reach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Another thing sex is not, it is not always comfortable. Mm. Especially if you're like lacking in the lubricant department. Thing this just won't be comfy. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if that if you have to experience that sometimes because this that's not fun and it's not comfy. And I mean trying new positions, yeah. you get like a butt cramp, like mm. you get like a different kind of cramp where you're like, Oh my gosh, my leg, you gotta like try and stretch out, but also yeah. like I was in a groove, <laughs> but like, oh my gosh, my leg is burning. Right. This is not comfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're like engaged and listening to this, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? I promise it is also fun and fantastic. If you listen to our last episode, you'll know that too. But just getting real with you, it's just not always the comfiest, especially if you're just learning and trying to figure it out. It's just, you'll go through like seasons of being, you know, just learning, learning. Yeah. It's just learning. And it's great. That's great. Yeah. Oh. All right, my next one that I would like to highlight, and it's something that you did a reel on recently, but Mm. it's so good, it's so true, and that is that sex is not only for procreation. So Ah. it is for procreation. God said, be fruitful and multiply. He said, go fill the earth. He said that children are arrows in the hands of a warrior, and blessed are those whose quiver is full of them. There are there is ton of, mm-hmm. tons of scripture to back up the fact that sex is absolutely for procreation. However, it is not only for procreation. And that breaks nope. our hearts when we hear people talk about, well, I did my part. I, you know, we were married for this many years and I gave him five babies and those are the five times that we had sex. (laughs) And it's like, oh no, like you missed out on such a beautiful opportunity. And like, it's, it's so hard. It's sad. Um, And it's sad whenever that's all that people understand sex to be because God is such a good father and he made that to be such a beautiful reflection, like of that covenant, like what we touched on with the previous episode. And so you're just, it's, you're getting cheated out of so much beauty and so much fun and pleasure. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to, you know, put the work in and dive in and do what, you know, figure out what needs to be figured out. But it's not yeah. only for filling the earth. Like sometimes it's just fun and it's beautiful and it's a connection and it's solidifying that unity. And so if you <laughs> if you are have been impacted by somebody who says or who has tried to teach that it is only for procreation, guys, it's not. It is so much more than that. <laughs> here, here. Yes. Here, here. I think that's, yeah. I can't imagine only having sex if I wanted to have a baby. <laughs> I can't. Right. I can't imagine that. Oh, uh, that would be, you know, that would be sad. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. And just you would lose out on so much connection and intimacy and like pleasure. Right. And what happens when you decide you're done having babies? You're just like, well, that's the season of my life that's just over. No. 
<laughs> yeah, right? Oh, goodness. Like, yeah. man, you're really missing out if that's the case. Yeah. Another thing that sex is not, it is not something to do so that he won't get his needs met somewhere else. Mm. Yes. Can we just like stew on that one for a second? <sighs> How long do I'd we be have? Like, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like so many books that there are out there on this. It's just like, you know what, wives, you know, your husband has needs and so you need to meet these needs or else your husband's going to go somewhere else to have those needs met. That's – sex is not – just so your husband won't flit around and like uh, I just don't even know where to start with this one (laughs) yeah why don't you how do you where would you start (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh well first off just that it's it's never on us to take blame and take responsibility for somebody else's sin Mm. and Mm -hmm. so if if the person that you are married to is choosing to seek outside gratification with pornography or goodness gracious, another person Mm -hmm. that is between them and God. And they are taking on that burden of, I mean, who knows what kind of doors that's going to open them up to with pain and shame and guilt. And I mean, just all the things and it's not on us to bear the burden of that. No. They are responsible. And think about it the other way around. Right. Like if right. there's like a woman who's like the higher drive mm-hmm. and it's not like people are telling the men like you better meet her needs or she's going to meet them somewhere else. Right? Never have I heard no that. I've never heard that. Never. Like no one said that. To, like I've never heard that. So and I don't like, understand why. Uh, yeah. Why like, it's on the women to like meet this need for their like men. Right. How often do we hear from women who are, who are like, I'm the higher drive and I feel so ashamed. And it's like, yeah. honey, do our men feel ashamed for being higher drive? No, they don't. No, they just they do speak not. up and say, Hey, can we get together tonight? But why, yeah. why is it that hmm. the women are like, it's like they suffer in silence. They're just like, oh, yeah. how horrible of me if I have a high drive. No. Yeah. And so, yeah, Ugh. that's a really good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's absolutely true. And you, we would not see um, the woman getting grace thrown at her from the individual saying, oh, well, that's just how women are. But I feel like there's like that escape. And that little like loopholes given, like, oh, it's just to be expected. And it's so unfair and it's just not (laughs) accurate. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And that will take us into this last one, which has several facets that we could touch on, which is something that we try to drive home every opportunity we get. And that is that sex is not shameful. It is not mm. gross. It is not dirty. Yeah. And there is just so much there because it seems like it doesn't matter. You know, you could come from a purity culture background. You could come from not a purity culture background. And you still, like, you know, my story is different from 
your and Paris's story. However, we both have somehow met where we still had to do a lot of healing and a lot of work figuring out how to relieve that pressure that we had accepted and taken on that said that it was a dirty, bad thing. And that if we wanted it, it's dirty. Like only promiscuous people want sex. If we could just like grab ourselves by the shoulders and shake sense into us and be like, listen, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. God has made this beautiful. This is a gift he has given you. And like, I just want to apologize to everybody out there who has succumbed to that and who has been impacted by the lie that if you have a high sex drive, if you have a low sex drive, and if you only want sex once every couple of months, and if you still feel like there is a part of you that's like, well, no, I don't want it because it's dirty. Or how many people are stuck in a rut where they feel like they can only try one position because other positions are sinful. Or if they get too into it, then man, they must be hypersexual or it's just too much. You know, there's just so, Mm -hmm. so many aspects of that. And it's, it's not true guys. And Mm -hmm. it is none of those things. And you are none of those things. If you are enjoying the gift that God created you to give this gift that he has given to you and your husband to enjoy together. And the verse that comes to mind for me right now is like the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. Right. Mm, And so I feel like he's taking this segue to like of shame and Mm. you know, that those feelings just of like, you're disgusted with yourself for like, or you know, whatever this shame that comes in and he is just trying to like steal kill and destroy like any hope and any like joy in that Mm -hmm. and just keeping you like in bondage with that because it totally does as soon as you like release the shame and you you know realize that no no like this is a beautiful gift and like God has blessed this in my marriage and even if there's like other things going on in like that come up from your past or you know things even in your marriage that you're like well we need to work on this okay so like work on the stuff and like but once you're once you're being intimate and you're in a place where I don't know where you can just let go of the shame and you'll just like mm-hmm. realize how much freedom there is in that because I know for myself I didn't even know I was carrying any shame in it right. I didn't realize yeah. it yeah until all of a sudden I had a friend she's like yeah I had to actually really work through some shame because of like just growing up being told that sex was really bad and dirty and then I got married and I was like no this is still really bad and dirty like. Why would right. I want to have sex if I'm just programmed to think this is something my body's not going to want to do? Right. So when your mindset is supposed to be into the zone, you're supposed to like, especially I find for women, it's a lot of it is in my, like my, for like I'll just speak for myself. A lot of it's in my mind. I have right. to have my mind in that place in order to like, mm-hmm. you know, feel in the zone. If I want to like have an orgasm, you know, right. You got to get in the zone with your mind and I don't know. Yes. You have to be willing to block out all that other stuff. Totally. So if the narrative in the back of your mind is screaming at you that why on earth are you doing this right now? Like you're promiscuous or you're a bad girl for doing this or whatever. Like 
there's no way you're going to enjoy it. Right. And it makes me think too. I mean, I had so much to unpack that I didn't even recognize until several years into our marriage where I had fought so hard to be the good girl my Mm. whole life. And even, even like expectations and things that were said about me and put on me in high school because of my body type, because I have a curvier body type and people automatically thought that because I was built a certain way, that I was a promiscuous girl. And so Mm. I feel like I over (laughs) like, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, like I made sure I went like above and beyond to go the opposite direction. And then I had to come to a place after we were married where I had to allow myself to feel confident, to feel sexy, to allow myself to be confident in my body and say, yes, take pleasure in, you know, my body whenever my husband wants to enjoy it. And for me to say, yeah, go ahead. Because I was so programmed to be like, don't touch me. Don't think you can touch me. I am not that kind of a person because Mm -hmm. that had, that, that had traumatized me, honestly. And I had to really I had to really take that to God and be like, why is it that the second that my husband tries to touch me in a romantic way that I instantly just want to slap his hand away and be like, stop. And that's not true. Like I love my husband. I want him to touch me. I want him to enjoy touching me. I want to be able to enjoy everything that he does. Yeah. And so I really had to do so much work with that. And I think that's something that we also just see in the media. We see the wife who's slapping her husband's hands away whenever he wants to, you know, playfully grab her butt whenever she's in the kitchen or Mm -hmm. he comes up behind her and he hugs her and he tells her that she's beautiful. And we see her roll her eyes and say, Oh, whatever. I'm a mess. Get away from me. And we accept Mm -hmm. that. And we start adapting those behaviors before too long. And I think that's something that we should be very mindful of. And we should ask ourselves like, Hey, the way I'm behaving, is that really how I believe? Is that really how I want? Is that really what I want being reflected and being put into practice in our intimate life? Do I want to be the wife that slaps her husband's hands away and tells him don't touch me? Or do I want my husband to playfully flirt with me? and come up behind me and snuggle and kiss me and all these types of things. I want that. I want to do that. I want to be doing that whenever we're 85. (laughs) Right. I want to be the old couple that's like, Ooh, grandma and grandpa are really touchy feely. Yeah. I want to be like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So I know it reminds me too, like a lot of reels that are going around these days, um, there's like, you know, the man's off to like go ask his wife if they want to like have sexy times. And he's like already, you know, got the, the Advil or the Tylenol with him because yeah, you know, she's going to say she's got a headache. So here I already got it. Or he'll ask, hey, do you have a headache? She's like, no, why is that? And you're like, perfect. Like, I got you. Like, now we're going to go have <laughs> sex because you don't have a headache. But it's bizarre. Yeah. It's like, this is so commonplace. To, to talk about it. Like, there's so many, like, there's, like, it's so back and forth, right? Where you're, like, watching these movies and it's so, like, glamorized and there's, like, that side of it. But then there's also, like, the other extreme side of it where she's, like, 
no, like, don't touch me. I have a headache. Or, yeah. like, not tonight. No, not tonight. Like, no, not tonight. Just every There night, is no right? balance so, shown. <laughs> there's no balance. It is one and, extreme I mean, or the next. Totally. And I get it. Like, there's seasons of life where, you know, no, I just, I like, I just can't. Like, what else can we do instead to build intimacy mm-hmm. right now? Because this yeah. is kind of just off the table right now. Right? Or, like, but – I feel like as long as there's communication throughout it and both parties are feeling, you know, seen and heard and loved yes. despite everything, that's the difference. If the mm-hmm. wife was like, hey, hun, like, this is what's going on in my mind. If I could just have a bit of time to, like, go have a bath or go spit right. myself up or whatever, then, yeah, then I think I'll be I'll be good. Just give me – Give me an hour or two and I'll, I think I'd be good to go. Or, right. you know, this is, I don't think this is on my brain tonight, but what could we do to like pleasure you instead? Is there something yeah. we could do for you? Even though I like don't actually want to have intercourse right now. Like if there's yeah. like this dialogue, it's completely different than no, I have a headache. Right. It just like we shuts the door. Yeah. And we should, we should just add that in there. So sex is not all or nothing. Mm. it's not all or nothing it's not a this is a full monty or there's no pleasure for anybody i i can't even tell you the amount of times where if it has just been like a day where i'm just like (sighs) mentally i just can't get there right now i'm too frazzled i'm too exhausted you know xyz has happened today and i know that it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night. I'm already like, all I can think about is just crashing in bed and that I'm not going to have the time to decompress and get myself to where I can enjoy this even. However, Mm -hmm. am I against laying there with my husband and kissing him or being a part of some kind of intimacy? No. Most of the time I'm like, yeah, sure. That's totally fine. I just, Like, I don't want, I don't want it to be where it's like, okay, you know, another thing because they're there. If we're being honest, it absolutely can be another thing on your list to do that. You're thinking, ugh, you know, it's Tuesday and that's the day that we have it scheduled or whatnot. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like there are other means to intimacy and we cannot stress Mm -hmm. that enough that can be beautiful and can be connecting. And so I think that's a really good one that needs to be added in there that it is, there's so much more than just sex. Yeah. 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 Sex is a lot of things, but it's also, it's not a lot of things too. And so I think it was good to, to touch on these things. Like, no, it's not always easy. It's not clean, not just for making babies. It's not Mm -hmm. just for the men. It's not, just so needs are being met. So, but it is, it is still a beautiful gift. And I think one that as you grow and as you maneuver and learn and have these hard conversations, good conversations, Mm -hmm. it will just get better and better over time. And I think that's really exciting and, and such a beautiful thing. Sex is not going to just stand still. Either you're going mm-hmm. forward or you're going backwards. Like your sex life will not just remain in one spot. So we That's really true. encourage you. Be pushing to get better. Do better. Try more things. Learn new things. 
together because it's it's a beautiful thing and a gift you get to do this together with your spouse. So happy, happy sexing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.